0: What's going on, y'all? James Higgs here from Infotainment News and ITN Live. Look, been wanting to do this for a long time, this being starting a podcast to go along with the with the site and go along with the other social media platforms we have. But been always trying to find the right platform to use, right? But looking for how to Get the message out to our engaged readers, our engaged viewers, how to, really how to monetize. And believe it or not, I found the right platform that's getting the job done, that's going to be easy to use and easy to set up. That platform is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon, good evening. I'm not sure where you're calling or you're dialing in from, but uh, today, Sunday, August 16th, another great day. It is weird weather phenomenon where I'm at because it's like 200 degrees outside, but uh, it's been lightning, thunder and hail and all that stuff. it's, It's another plague. I'm not sure what's going on, but some good news. Even though the weather is terrible outside, we have a fantastic show today. We've got a couple of guests sitting in the green room right now, and we are going to talk uh, spirits. We're gonna talk alcoholic beverages. We're gonna do a little day drinking on a Sunday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Let me bring on these gentlemen from the River City Whiskey Society. I got Brian and Patrick. How you guys doing, man?
1: We're good, man, we're good. Good, good. All right. All right. good, all good things. We're sober.
0: Well for right now we we only been on for like 2 minutes. So so um yeah, that that's a good way to start, right? So tell the folks who you guys are. Tell tell everybody where you are uh physically located as well. We'll start with we we'll start with you Patrick.
2: Yeah. Uh hey I'm Patrick, I'm one of the founders with uh, River City Whiskey Society. Um we're based out of Sacramento. Uh, I live over in uh Roseville, but uh We have members, uh, you know, all over Northern California. We got a couple in the Midwest and um, East Coast. And uh, we just like getting together and talking, learning, drinking, fun stuff.
0: These are So, folks, you definitely see why I'm I'm happy to be hanging out with these guys, right? (laughs) Uh, Brian, not (laughs) like I don't know you, but, you know, let's let's just pretend for everyone watching. uh, Who is Brian?
1: Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm just a guy that likes to drink whiskey. Um, I started about five years ago and I try to drag everybody I can down this rabbit hole. So this is, this is my lure throwing it out there to you guys. There's some really good stuff out there to drink and, uh, we're we'll going to be trying a lot of it today.
0: <laughs> so, so you are essentially a, um, bad influence is
1: what, what you're C- saying, right? That would be correct. Sir. Okay. That would be correct. Right.
0: Right. Right. An enabler.
1: Yes. An enabler.
0: You know, we already talked about it uh, pre-show. You know, Spence was part of my um debauchery some 20 or so years ago um, prior to my, my wedding. And I think I got pretty lit that night for a bachelor party, but stayed out of trouble. But, you know, you have turned me on to some interesting spirits throughout the many years that we have known each other. And it's good to see you, brother. So I appreciate you. And I'm glad we're going to do this. Yeah, um, me too. Now you came by, you dropped off some things the other day uh we we, we were protected right yeah COVID. shouts out to everybody being safe. Right. so where your mask do all that you gotta do but uh back here in the background, ladies and gentlemen, I've got some um samples of of uh, of beverages, and first of all they they come in little medical bottles so you know i i I just want to make sure that this is uh this is on the up and up I mean because right, I, right. I don't you I, I can't go to the store and pick up something in these little little ivory no. blue bottles like this. I just want to make sure no. that we, we, it's not moonshiners or nothing like that, right? If it is, no, that's no, all right. No.
1: That's all right. Okay. It, it's not. Right. This is this is all legit <laughs> stuff that you can get in a store. Um, you, know, you. you know I'm messing with you.
0: You know I'm messing with you.
1: I knew if I brought you a bottle of each of those, this day would go really bad. So, <laughs> two ounces of each is more than enough to get you started with. <laughs> but any of them that you like, please let us know. We'll make sure you get a bottle. These are all hand-picked bottles that myself or Patrick or other, our admins picked ourselves. So good
0: okay. stuff. So, so let's talk a little bit about the society before we get to cracking open the bottles. So tell us, um, you're in Northern California, based out of Northern California. I know you've got some social media presence as well and I'll flash up the links to your, your Facebook page and to your Instagram feed. But what, what are some of the things that you do? Do you do tastings like this for your members? Do you just talk online? Do you do events? When the world is open or what what is the the things that the society uh, focuses on?
1: It's been a little bit of all that. I mean, honestly, we before COVID hit, we were doing tasting events once a month. We would do barrel releases. Um, Tasting events usually included a local restaurant, um, food, cocktails, um, and then the tasting of a variety, four to five different spirits from a different brand or name brand. Um, We were doing those once a month. Uh, we've continued doing those once a month, even after COVID, uh, kicked in, we just switched that to a virtual, uh, platform now. So we do it similar to what we're doing here. Um, the nice part about that's been is we've been able to do that with some great scotches and bourbons, and now we get the actual distillers that can come on and do those presentations, which it's tough to get some guy to fly from, from Kentucky out here to do a presentation with 50 people where now we can get them online with video and they can talk about their spirits themselves. That's been really great. Um, for the most part, the, the Facebook has been our biggest platform um, and it's really just boiled down to us having a good time and it's, it's open for anybody, brand new people, uh, experienced drinkers, things like that. They have questions, hey, what's a good bourbon for under $50 or where can I find this kind of scotch or my, my friends never drank scotch before, what should I, What is entry level should be, those kind of things. And we've made it a, a safe place for people to go. You don't get beat up or beat down for asking stupid questions um so that's really what we've all kind of yeah to an extent but that's really what we've boiled down to in the last couple weeks we've we've boiled into some merch we've done some uh masks and stuff river city masks and some glassware but for the most part it's it's really not about making money it's about having a good time and sharing what we know with people we do bottle shares we'll do a random pop-up and invite 20 people and we all bring bottles and sit there and drink and try and talk about what we brought things like that tacos tacos yeah (laughs) We always supply food. There you, you can't go. have a bottle of yeah, sugar. Done. Yeah, yeah. Done. There so you yeah, go. There
0: you just, you just, I'm coming now for the next one for sure. Tacos and tacos and whiskey? The, uh, that's the short of it. Awesome. So, I mean, that, that's an interesting point because you talk about no dumb questions or or, 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 or uh, requests. And, you know, the delineation or the differentiation between if someone was asked like a risky versus a scotch versus... Uh, a bourbon versus a rum. I mean I mean those are the kind of questions again that kind of the layman, the layperson would probably ask. I mean, do you do you get into kind of those discussions with, with folks or, or or what?
2: Yeah, I think uh the the cool th- the cool thing about the group is like the disparity in knowledge that the members bring. So like we have people in in our group that have bottle collections that are 2000 bottles or more. And then we have, uh, like, one of our, you know, most dedicated members, uh, she didn't start drinking until her 60s, and then all of a sudden is just on this, like, learning (laughs) path to try all these different types of whiskeys and, like, asking questions. She she takes notes at all the tasting. She's, like, our unofficial notary, and uh, it's great because it's, like, it's a kind of like a, a watering hole for anyone that wants to come by and learn a little bit, learn a lot. They can decide to poke in, poke out, and uh yeah there's uh there, there's some questions that are a little dumber than others but by no means like everyone starts somewhere so it's not like uh there's no test to get in
0: that's good right yeah there's no no rules or, or dues, and you know you gotta, yeah. gotta understand the difference between a, a rye and a and uh I, I don't know how how good is Oban versus McCullough? You know th- those kinds of questions. Good because I, I just wanted to go in, hang out with some good folks, and enjoy some yeah. good spirits. And, uh, and so awesome! I'll I'll flash. I already flashed up the Facebook page, but I'll flash it up again and put it in the show notes at the end. Talk to it's us about uh, yeah. Talk to us about what we're going to be getting into today, man. And then maybe we can uh, bounce back and forth, and and hopefully there'll be some questions as we move forward. But I'm I'm interested to. Hit some of these uh, malt single malts, and we got bourbons. Patrick, what we got? I'll I'll let you yeah. lead the way.
2: Yeah, I think um, the way that I think we should taste through it. So there's the the High West bourbon, then the Knob Creek bourbon, uh, then the Peerless Rye, and then we should do the the Corsair Hydra at the end. Um, okay. So we 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 can jump into this High West one right now.
0: And and why do you think we should? Why are we starting there as opposed to any of the others? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so the, the the Corsair Hydra is a, a five different grain uh, malted American uh, single malt, and then that's finished in a port cast, So there's a ton of uh, smoke on the back end, tobacco. It's got some big, heavy hitting flavors at the end. Um, the the Peerless Rye is a higher proof. That's over 110 proof. Uh, the Knob oh Creek, the Knob Creek is is a higher proof as well, um, and that's actually a 14 and a half year barrel. And then uh, the High West is a younger bourbon; it's a little bit softer, and that's a cognac finish. So there's going to be a little bit more kind of okay. like a ginger tree fruit kind of component to it. And so that's a good one to step into. And then we'll just kind of we'll ramp it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you time to get your we on. There, well, you know, I, I've got a glass of water just in case you know I end up falling out the chair. So oh, yeah. um, we'll, we'll we'll see how this goes. Let's let let's go with this here
2: yeah so uh high west is out of uh park city utah um they started oh, nice. yeah they started as a what they call a non-distilling producer which means that they were up oh, chase yeah cheers. <laughs>
1: they,
2: they were um they were buying all their barrels from someone else who produces a lot of this whiskey um and then they started distilling their own so over the course of time they've they've mixed in kind of their own product with what they've bought um and so this one is a, is a younger bourbon. Um, I don't know the exact mash bill or, or blend on it. And then they took that distillate and then finished it in a, a VSOP cognac uh, barrel for oh, two wow. years and nine months, uh, which is pretty long for the finish. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's, a, that's a fairly long barrel finish. A lot of the previous ones uh, that we've seen or worked with were like 12 to 18 months on the barrel finish. So being almost three years, there's a ton of cognac influence on it. Um, but it's good. It's like it kind of has like a little bit of a creaminess to it. Bunch of apple, ginger, caramel. Yeah. Um, I, I really like it. Like tasting notes are a little subjective, but, um, th- this is a good one for if someone just as hate as, as much as I hate when people say like, Oh, this is smooth. Uh, it, it kind of is.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing that, you know, you, you guys have the, the appropriate, uh, drinkware. Uh, both, yep. both of you. So I, you know, I'm, I'm drinking out, of it, but you know, it's all right. But um, hey, Cabo San Lucas loves you still. I still got my see. Don't, don't start anything. I still Cabo got my, my Cabo. I still got my Cabo Wabo too. That uh, <laughs> that Sammy signed. So oh, you do. I do. That's how long
1: it's been. We were doing shows when when Sammy Hagar released Cabo Wabo. He was giving bottles out like it was his job.
0: You were just I got like two. I got two of them. I gave one to somebody. I can't remember who, but yeah, that's nice. Okay, okay. And I won't say it's smooth. I, I won't. It I won't. Wasn't I won't,
1: even, I won't. It, was it wasn't even that good.
0: <laughs> not now that you're uh, edumacated, right? In, in the proper. That's it. Now that Alan uh, is
1: in the, more sophisticated,
0: <laughs> more refined.
1: That's it. So no more cold slugger for me.
0: So let's talk about that because I mean we got some pretty high end um, spirits here today. What, what do you guys normally drink on on a you know on a regular day, right? You got you got the barbecue going, you got some steaks going or whatever, you have a nice dinner. What what do you on a daily basis? Are you are you opening up a bottle of one of these that we're testing or tasting or or what are you what are you working with?
1: Well, yeah, ideally, I, most of these most of these bottles we're tasting are all under a hundred bucks. and are not really expensive at all. I mean the Peerless okay. and the Hydra are probably the most expensive ones we're drinking. And those are right around, I want to say, 80 or $90. But for me, personally, it's it's whatever I have open on the bar and whoever's open wants to drink. Um, it's not very often <laughs> I'll sit by myself and just go have a drink. Um, but I have friends or guests come over and they want to open something up. We will. Or if there's something open, uh, we'll drink that. Um, as far as pairing goes, that kind of thing, uh, yeah. I just like whatever's open, whatever I'm in the mood for.
2: Yeah. I'm usually uh, Manhattan is kind of my cocktail drink if I'm I'm sitting at home like reading a book. But um, no, I've actually been uh, my palate's kind of shifted a little bit. I'm drinking a little bit more single malt, some more Scotch recently. Um, Mm. You know, I was crushing bourbon for a while, still do, but um, kind of bounce around. Like I, I like trying a lot of different stuff, different finishes, funky mash bills.
1: So uniqueness, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I would say, uh...
2: like, but Brian, Brian has more bottles than I do for sure. I cut down on mine, um, but I probably have like uh, fifteen or twenty open, and then maybe another thirty or forty stashed. Um, okay, but uh, it ebbs and flows. I always try to like, if I'm gonna go pick up a bottle, I'll try to find one to finish. Count it for one for one, and maintain that that inventory.
0: I love it. You got to you got to keep the inventory high. So yeah, I've yeah. I've, I've kind of. Grown into, I'm not gonna say matured into, but I've kind of grown into more the, the scotches, right? So I'm a typically a Macallan or an Oban, you know. Those are the names that I that I know until until yeah. now. So I'm looking to improve and expand the palate for sure, and um, can't have too many more. Alabama Slammers and Long Island Iced Teas. You know, once, yeah. once you hit a certain certain <laughs> certain demographic yeah. and, and a little, little age group, you can't really have too many more of those club <laughs> drinks where they just mix everything together. So you kind of yeah. you want something that you can enjoy, like Drambuie, yeah. right? Right. So when I used to smoke cigars, haven't smoked yeah. cigar in a number of years, but I would dip the end of it into uh, some Drambuie and uh, yeah. enjoy that as well. So.
2: There's a there's a scotch cocktail gemboy. I think it's a rusty nail, smoky nail. It's like scotch drambuie and maybe one other thing. But You might like that if you oh. like both those things.
0: I might have to take well, you know, I understand you don't live too far from uh from me. I may run through the field one one day and come yeah. over there and have that have have a Manhattan
1: with you, you know, while while, yeah. you're
0: reading, while we're reading books. <laughs> come
1: through, man. That's uh that's my why, why, uh, You man. He can make some great drinks. You know, yeah, uh, and I, a, I,
0: in a
2: past life, I uh, was known to sling some bottles,
0: so um, I still got it. I think. Now, t- talk to me a little bit about where and you don't you don't have to mention specific locations, but, you know, how do you get your bottles? Do you, do you go specifically to the big box retailers or do you, do you work directly with uh, distributors and bottlers and things of that? How, how do you acquire your 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 spirits?
2: Yeah, so um, California has a a three tier system, which means you have to go through um, the producer, they go through the distributor, and then that has to go to a retailer. Um, So one of our fellow admins owns a store. um, And that's kind of like home base for us. That's where we run all the barrels through. So it comes into his shop, and then everything is ran through there. Nice. We could probably sh- sh- shout them out. Roka Wine and Spirits—that's the spot. That's the plug in Sacramento. If you need, nice. if you need some bottles. Um, good stuff. Yeah, so
1: they—they
2: they, they all, yeah, so, um, okay. they, they all come through
1: there.
2: Yeah, Rocco Wine and Spirits. So, they—they all come through there. It's cool, it's local business, locally owned. Uh, so that—that's kind of one thing that we really try to focus on. The society is you know, there's brands that everybody wants to taste, but we still try to elevate some of those lesser known brands that, that have a lot of value. And when we do the barrel selection, we try to pick up those, uh, pick up those barrels that we think have a value that are better than what's on the shelf. And uh, pre, pre-COVID, we were really focused uh, on, you know, hosting events at local restaurants that are not not those kind of like big chains, like we want to support local business. So that was always the goal was to kind of showcase the food that's happening in Sacramento. There's a ton of good culinary talent. And, uh, unfortunately they're just being disproportionately impacted by, you know, COVID right now. And so, um, once, once we get out of this, uh, this pandemic, that's definitely going to be a, a focus of ours is trying to revive that, that great culinary culture we have in Sacramento. love
0: it. Love it. Hopefully, uh, I know we're getting some new restaurants opening up in, in our area. Hopefully, uh, we, we you can do some uh, some tastings and some pairings and some events at some of the new facilities that are opening yeah. up in our neck of the woods because we we don't have anything right now so would love to see you guys uh, have something and I'll, I'll I'll be there in the back you know just sipping through all you know, just, just taste <laughs> testing yeah. so I'm not gonna lie it's getting kind of warm in here uh, just <laughs> with this High West bourbon uh, so what are your thoughts <laughs> so far warm, make sure I so had the AC on. on. <laughs> It's nice. Again, I'm um I'm already um single malt kind of person, right? So I uh, I, I love I love that warmth. I love that, that heat. I love the um the. I said I wouldn't use that word, but you know the, the smoothness. Smooth, I mean, I mean because yeah. it doesn't go it doesn't go down with it doesn't go down with that burn, right? I mean sometimes yeah. you want that. Not not a lot of times you want you, you don't want that. But this is uh this is very nice. I can definitely see this after uh after a hard day. Yeah, yeah. any day. I, I, it's in the afternoon.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think you'll like uh, the last one probably the most. That's yeah, him, I guess, but we'll we'll, we'll mm. see.
1: That's good stuff. Okay. What okay. uh, what about scotches? Do you like James? That uh drives you to like the Macallan or the Oban? What about those things? Do you like?
0: I like the the full bodiedness, right? I mean, so I think it's very similar to my wine selection. And I know I I typically will only drink a red because I I like that that earthiness. I like that, that, that what's left on the palate, right? So I actually like to, you know, I'll I'll sip this and drink this and, and hold it on the tongue and on the throat a little bit. So I, I like the, um, that full body. I like the darker liquors as opposed to something. I don't, I don't really like a lot of vodka or tequila or, or gins, you know, anything of that nature, because that's more, that's definitely flammable, right? I don't want to. I don't want to mess with that. It, it just it just tastes like it's flammable. To be honest, yeah, sure. So I'd, I'd rather have I'd rather have something that's got some some fruit flavor, some some of that earthiness to it, and things like that. So uh, I've I've just been more of a of a I guess a dark liquor kind of kind of person for for the longest period of time.
1: And that's that's honestly that's where most of us get sucked in. It's 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 that change. I mean, I started drinking whiskey because I didn't want to drink vodka anymore. I didn't want those sweet drinks anymore. And honestly, I didn't care for the taste of whiskey that much. So, but it, I figured it'll take me longer to drink this glass of whiskey neat than it would to drink three vodka sodas. And yeah. now it's, I could drink three vodka neat or whiskey neat in, in 45 minutes. And i like, all right, what's next? Um, it gets kind of dangerous in some of our tastings. We just start going, oh, that looks good. Let's pour some of those. Let's put some of those. This is like ketchup. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But that, that's what makes our tasting so fun with our events. If you get a chance to join one, because you'll uh, you'll really get to try some stuff that's different from different parts of the world. Single malts. We just did one with milk and honey that, that was amazing. And they make a great gin. i mean, honestly they do. It's okay. it's a it's a great it's a great spirit in general. Whiskey in general is a great spirit to to admire because there's so much of it to try and so many different ones to to taste, and you'll get so much different complexities out of it. And, it's for me. I've learned that I like that when you drink it, and it makes your mouth water, it makes you want to drink more. Um, I like yeah. that burn. I want a cast strength. I want something high proof. Uh, where when I started, Blanton's was the best whiskey I've ever had in my life, as far as I was concerned, and it's still a good go-to bourbon, but it's definitely not my favorite anymore. There's so many other things out there I've tried, and I've it's actually ventured me into other things like like rums and such, and and I was never a Scotch drinker, but I've had some. McAllen scotches that i thought tasted like dirt and i loved them like you talk about the earthy feeling the McAllen yeah. m was it it was, tasted like it had been sitting in dust for like 30 years but it was good <laughs> it was really good yeah um, and the old and I the older that appreciate. you get right yeah and i didn't i didn't right, think because, I would appreciate something yeah. like that and i and i found yeah. that i do i just my my wallet doesn't appreciate it as much
0: there's yeah, the problem there. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like every everything in life, you get what you pay for. So, you know, you, yeah. you, you need to go with the uh, the one that's been sitting in barrels for three years, the one that's been sitting in it for 10, 25, or whatever. You know, it, it's going to cost yeah. a little bit more to get that higher quality. And uh, but, sure. but again, you get what you pay for. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Spe-
2: speaking of uh, gas strength, we should uh, maybe jump to
1: the next one. All right, here we go, son. Oh, oh,
0: oh real. On, well, let, No, let's see. <laughs> Is that that Knob Deep? No, no, not Knob Creek. Yep. Knob Creek,
1: okay. here it comes. Yeah. Okay, hold on, let's see. You can see the difference in color. How much darker that looks? Because that spent 14 years in a in a charred oak barrel. It's got a lot of color to it, and it's uh, yeah. it's very tasty, very very tasty. Okay. This was what our second or third Knob Creek pick, and uh, we have not. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. We have
1: not been unsatisfied with anything that Knob Creek we picked. They they, they put out a pretty good product.
2: <laughs> yeah, this, this one brings uh this one brings a little more punch. Um so I think yeah. the
0: You can you smell it.
2: Yeah, the the proof jump from the high west to the Knob Creek High West I think is ninety two. Uh and this knob creek I believe is one twenty.
0: Wow. So, oh wow. Yes yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's that's the real deal right there. Yeah. Uh okay okay now we now we now now the party started okay
1: uh yep. now you can feel your mouth water and your cheeks are saliva kicking in <laughs> try to put now, the fire S- down
0: hey n- now spence and i can start telling uh clear channel and bill graham uh stories uh, in oh, just a, in a few minutes n- now we can start to <laughs> 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 This is gonna be a second uh, segment of just talking uh, <laughs> crap uh i gotta, gotta get some roamers go for roamers, yeah, oh, no, roamers. Is that? Yeah. oh my god no, that's nice that's really good
1: yeah but knob creek doesn't yeah. great products and their age limit i think what didn't we determine or did they determine that we're not going to do mm. the they're not doing the barrel age stuff this program for discontinuing it for a while or something
2: um so there there was a run of uh 14 and 15 year barrels in the in the selection program that they ran through so we actually got uh our first Knob Creek uh, bourbon pick was a 14 year barrel, and then this one is a 14 and a half year barrel. We did a second one because the first one was so good. And uh, doesn't seem like those are going to be available at least in the near future. It's tough to say for sure, but
1: um,
2: you know, w- with with the demand in whiskey right now, the the higher age statements are uh, becoming less common. And so, to be able to pick up barrels like this for the society was was a big win. Um, because he just, you know, there's there's twelve year, ten year bourbons that go for a 200 bucks, and uh, that's the cool. That that's the cool thing for me, like on the society side, is getting able to get barrels that are really high quality, um, and not that age necessarily determines that, but uh, making sure we're bringing value to the society. And so I think this one retailed somewhere between sixty and seventy bucks, which for 14, 15 year bourbon is uh, fairly reasonable.
0: Okay. Okay. You mentioned something, Patrick. Um, the 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 demand for whiskey is higher now. Now, is that just because you think, is it the pandemic effect of the pandemic, or do you think it's just effect of folks looking for more substantial beverages? Right. I mean, look, looking for something yeah. different. I mean, do you see it as kind of in a shift in the in the, in the aging demographic or just because everyone's locked down now, so I'm, I'm gonna get something to drink and I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a decent drink instead of buying uh, Yeah, Mickey's I think- or, um, or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mickey's. I, I, just, I just dated uh, myself. Yeah, you know <laughs> There
2: you go. That's all right. <laughs> uh, um, I know, no, farm. I think like uh, whiskey's been on the tear for a number of years. And I think, uh, you know, mm. at least w- when the last time I was working in bars, it was like, you could feel that vodka was becoming less popular um people were coming in i think craft cocktails was a huge part of that revival there's you know like vodka just isn't as involved in a lot of the craft cocktail movement so whiskey having this like americana you know feel to it uh was naturally just going to benefit from that uh resurgence of uh you know old fashions and manhattans and i want to have a really good drink as opposed to just like you know vodka soda and uh so i I think whiskey's at a high right now Um, the, the distillers seem to have met that demand. There's put a ton of money in building more Rick houses and distillation equipment. There's a bunch of micro distilleries that have popped up that are great. Um, Westward out of Oregon is making single malts, uh, and they just popped up. Whereas like there's the, the normal giants in Kentucky beam, Centauri heaven Hills, all the the main players. So, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's a cool time to be a consumer, I think, cause there's so much variety. I don't know how much more it can go, but, um, it, it's definitely popular. I th- th- what I think is going to happen is, like, the reason that these companies keep releasing all these like new bourbons and, and new whiskeys is because people, the 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 demographic right now wants to try different things. And so if they produce out like these different products that are probably fairly similar in flavor profile, like they're just changing the target. Um, what I think is cool and what mm. you know I see in in the society is people come in, they have stuff they like to drink, and then they get curious, and then the members say, hey, you know, if you like uh, McAllen, you should try Edradour, which like no one really knows about. It's an amazing sherry cast finish single malt. Um, and it just won't on, be I'm, something. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hold on. I'm writing that. And yeah. Ed, Ed, Edradour okay. 10. That was a great bottle. Um, so that's what's cool. And I think more and more people are going to get to that point where like they're going to gravitate into scotch or they're going to gravitate into rum. Um they're curious about trying different things, and it's not just necessarily like I just want to drink, you know, twenty-five different bourbons. You know, it's like, yeah, how how many turkey and cheese sandwiches do you want to eat? Do you want to eat twenty-five <laughs> different ones, or you want to try a different sandwich? Like,
0: at some point, why you, why you messing up. why are you messing with my grilled cheese sandwiches? Okay, now I'm just messing with my grilled cheese. <laughs> okay, so let me let, let me ask you about this, and I, and, I'll, and I'll I'll start with you, you, Brian. Um, are you typically drinking neat? Or, because Pat has already said that he likes a good Manhattan, right? So uh, I'm um, a yeah, single malt scotch guy, but I do like a good rusty nail, an old-fashioned, the Manhattans, things like that. Are you do, doing some of those combinations, or are you just pretty much neat or on-the-rocks on kind of per, kind of person?
1: Typically for me, it's a neat. I would say 75% of what I drink is neat. Um, the only time I will add, I'm a more of a, I guess you can call it purist. Um, I like just whiskey like it is. The only real craft cocktail that I would drink on a regular basis um, with whiskey in it would be an old-fashioned. I, I adore old fashions. I make them at home, that kind of thing. Um, if I'm out drinking and they don't have a great big whiskey selection, my go-to drink is always going to be Jameson. And I drink Jameson on the Rocks and can drink that all day by the pint glass, um, <laughs> as some have seen. Um, Jameson on yes, the Rocks yes. is- is easy easy to do uh but for the most part i would say neat and that's just because i enjoy the flavor overall um if it's something really high proof i might drop an ice cube in there or a couple drops of water just to see how it changes more out of curiosity than just just like a taste um there have been things that i've drank and i tasted for the first time went wow this isn't something i like at all and i've added an ice cube to it went okay it's a little more tolerable but for me, I like everything about whiskey, the way it tastes, the way it feels, uh, the coating that it leaves in your mouth. the I like to yeah. explore the different – the leather, the tobacco tastes, the earthy features that it has. I like the dried fruit yeah. um, aspect of it. I mean, I, everything I try, I want to taste something different in it. Um, I just found so many different whiskeys out there that I've liked that I never thought I would. I mean – and again, if my wallet could afford half the stuff that I like, it would be uh, a dangerous <laughs> day. I, I don't think it'd be sober day in my life.
0: I love. It. I'm definitely. I'm definitely adding this to my uh, go-to. This, this Knob Creek is is, is, is nice. Uh, I see you listening, Dad. I'm I'm gonna I'm buy you a bottle of this uh, before too long. We we gonna we gonna share a bottle of this Knob Creek for uh, for sure. That's a good father son uh, bottle right there. And, yeah, yeah, Smith, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned uh, Jameson because. I have a bottle that I bottled right at the motherland. Oh, right? nice. Me and my wife went to uh, Ireland a few years ago, and I have a 150-proof uh, bottle that I bottled straight out of the cast. Um, and I only opened it, I said, I wasn't going to open it except for special occasions. First right. time I opened it was when my, my daughter graduated high school. Uh, I used to have it right here behind my desk on the stand, but that mm-hmm. got a little contentious while I was on business calls sure. to have yeah, sure. a whole bunch of whiskey behind me. So I, I had to move it. And so I got, just got water bottles back there now, but yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a Jameson whiskey man myself. And, um, I kind of got, kind of got, uh, spoiled by getting it directly from, from the, the, the factory in it, Ireland.
1: It, so, it makes yeah. a difference, man. It really does. I have a cast strength from yeah. Jameson and it's probably one of my top three favorite whiskeys of ever. And, uh, yeah, it's it runs in around 125 proof, so I can imagine what 150 is going to taste like.
0: It's it's up that there, brother. Amazing. It's Up there.
1: So I, 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 I guess my it. visit the other day wasn't wasn't good enough to pop it open or anything. Oh,
0: see, there you hey, go, there you go. And you it know, maybe
1: drive it, it, 45 minutes to BFE Roseville. Yes, you did,
0: <laughs> but now you now, now you know that. <laughs> hey, but you know no, what? I, I know drink you that stuff if, to keep <laughs> behind closed doors. <laughs> it's Still locked love up. You know what? Uh, you too, man. You too. Hold on. Let, let's drink some of this. Oh, man. This is uh, this is all right here. Uh, anybody watching? Got any questions? I know there's folks. I see multiple streams going on. So I know there are folks sitting back listening and learning. you just waiting for, for me to fall out oh, of the chair. Drinking. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm not falling out of the chair. So. Uh. <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah, everything okay, we're facing so today. Uh,
1: if you're curious, you can get bottles of through Rocco. So um, he'll even deliver. So if it's you're here in California, he'll deliver it to your house. So just put it go to his wait website and punch a, what you want.
0: Wait a minute. He'll deliver it to your house as well. So I don't need I don't even have to get in my car and go to West Sacramento. He lives in West Sac. No.
1: Nope. I deliver a, you can get a month. <laughs> uh,
0: almost once a week. So yeah.
2: if, if you want to jump in on the, I think they come out on Wednesday. you need to yeah, get something in. Right
1: to Patrick's house you go pick it up from him. Yeah. Hope he, he doesn't drink it all. Oh
0: my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Roco, wine and spirits. Oh, hold on, let's see. Are you twenty-one to enter? Let's let's log in. What else do you drink? Uh, I know we got a couple more bottles, and I know you're specifically the uh, whiskey society. But you know, t- talking back about Ireland, right? That, that was my first real experience with Guinness. Right, Guinness here is terrible, it's in horrible. my opinion. Yeah. Right, Be- because it's got to cross the the ocean. But you know, once you get it right out of the uh, the spigot there with the seal, CO- I mean, are you guys also dabbling in? IPAs? Do you dabble in uh, beer? Do you dabble in wine, or or are you guys specifically around uh, spirits?
2: Yeah, I, I used to I used to drink a good amount of beer. Uh, I was I was into like barrel aged stouts and stuff like that. Um, actually, like on a day like today, like a good German Kolsch, I like just like something really light, crisp. But um, I actually worked in wine for a number of years, so. I have a kind of a special affinity and appreciation of wine. Um, I don't drink as much of it anymore, but uh, yeah, I love wine. I mean, we're in a cool place in the world where there's a lot of good wine, both locally and you can go out to Napa and Sonoma and pick up, you know, some if you want to ball out a little harder. But uh, yeah, that's probably my backup after after spirits.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So. What are we, now what are we doing? What are we drinking now? Are we drinking Rye Two, Rye One, or the 15 uh, years?
1: It's, it's the 15 years. What we're drinking now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is that right? Okay. Well, yeah. appreciate you on on the good stuff. Out of stock. Oh my goodness! Look at that, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. It's out of stock. It broke because we got the last bottle. Yeah. <laughs> oh You just gotta know the right people. I guess. Yeah, you, uh, you, <laughs> it's all in Patrick's garage. That's that's why, right? All the uh, cases. All right, sixty dollars and, and that's a how big is that? That's uh, a seven seven fifty, yeah. yeah. Okay, seven okay, so still so standard. Okay, awesome.
1: Yeah, the good uh 10, yeah. Homan, that's that's the one I'm going to send to you because that's the one I think you'll dig. If you like the Oban and you like Macallan, I think you're really going to dig that Kill Um It was a great pour. It was just really good overall, well-rounded taste. Um, one of the first scotches I really fell in love with. And it's not really a Scotch, more of a single malt, but it was, it was really, really good. It was the first thing that got me liking that peated smoky taste, um, being that it was a sherry cast finish. I'm a fan of sherry too. So that always helps. Um, That's the nice part about these whiskeys as well, which is causing me to grow more and other people as well is what they're finishing them in. So like you, you tasted our, the high West, it was finished in a cognac barrel. Then when we get to the Hydra, that was finished in pork barrels. So traditionally, port wines are sweeters. So you're going to get more of that sweet finish in them. Um, that makes a big difference. Rum finish. Um, tequilas are doing whiskey barrel finishes now. You can get whiskey hmm. or tequilas out there that are aged in some of the uh, buffalo trace barrels and things like that, uh, just to change it up a little bit. There's gins that are in, aged in uh, bourbon barrels that I think are amazing. I mean, they're fantastic. Wow. You can drink them neat, okay. like it, like you would a whiskey uh it there's that there's so much going on in the whiskey world these days and different things to try and if you tried whiskey and decided you didn't like it try something else because you're going to find something you like that's
0: a good point i I like that that's a good point
2: the uh the next one this peerless rye this is going to be a bit of a change up from um okay knob creek so this is uh
0: peerless rye
2: Still, still fairly high proof. I think this is one one ten or one eleven. Oh Ryan my you might be able to right. hold me,
1: hold me on Yeah, one ten point seven.
2: Okay. Um, right, yeah, this. Right. Well, let me- so this, I think, is a four and a half year uh, rye. I think that's about the approximate age. Um, and this, like, we're gonna kind of step out a little bit from that sweeter bourbon profile and get into more of like a uh, grain, herbal, kind of flavored component, a little bit of spice. Yeah, peppery. Um, yeah, it's like almost drier. Has kind of a drier kind of uh, yeah finish to it.
0: Got it. Almost
2: cheers smells like hay. Like yeah, cheers. Um,
0: that's different. That is different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that this is actually higher proof than the knob creek because
2: oh, this one's a little less this one's a little less oh, okay
0: little
1: yeah less okay you'll get more of a burn because of the rye feature but after tasting the knob creek everything's going to taste smooth to you.
2: <laughs>
0: everything's <laughs> just going to go down right yeah everything's just going to taste it. velvety <laughs> i think one
1: That's of the things nice i like too. most okay. about the peerless is the uh, overall complexity of it it's it's got a great nose it's got a great mouth feel um, it doesn't have that super burn like a young a young whiskey would or a rye whiskey would. Both of those yeah. things typically will give you more yeah. of a burn, where this one doesn't give you either of those as bad as you would think it would. It's, it's going to have some little kick to it. I mean, obviously, at 110 proof, you're going to feel it a little bit. But overall, it's got a great nose on it, um, a great mouthfeel, and it has a great flavor in the back of your throat when you're swallowing. It's like, okay, this tastes really tasty. You, It leaves you wanting to taste it again. Which is the one of the yeah. best things you can find about a whiskey. If you want to taste it again after every time you drink it, you found a whiskey you like. I think. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I could do like a, a double of this, but I could do a single of this, right, on on a regular <laughs> basis. Just, just again, just tasting from from right now, um, it'll yeah. probably be all bad. But <laughs> this, this is this is really really yeah. nice going
1: down. Yeah. There'll be a, there'll be a term. You got singles and doubles, and there'll be a term coming around. I guarantee it's gonna be worldwide. It's called an Ornelius pour. And once you see what that is, you'll never look at things as a single or double again. But when right? you join the society, just, just, just look for an Ornelius it, that, It's, okay, it's that, be, That's the
0: secret. That's the secret handshake, right? You know, I got to oh, yeah. know about the Ornelius. You got to be able to do an
1: Ornelius Spore. If um, <laughs> okay. you can do one of those, then you can drink anything. That's a dangerous man right there. Jason Ornelius <laughs> coined that phrase. And it's that glass you're drinking, imagine filled to the brim. With one of these really? hundred twenty and drinking it in one shot.
0: That's not gonna happen. Look, I I those days are gone, brother. We we, we left. I left those days with you in Tahoe, right at the Lawler Event, event long, Center, long and at, at the Shoreline Amphitheater. I left those days with you back there at, at those at those locations. I I can't. <laughs> yeah, shouts out to hey, Lawler Event Center. Is that, right? isn't, that, isn't that where I got kicked in? Is that I got stepped on at the uh, Megadeth Show? I think that so was that the adam show. No, that, that nope. well that one too. No, that one too. But no, I got stepped on. <laughs> you got kicked out, at, stepped out of a lot of shows. At uh, Megadeth. So Patrick, check yeah. this out. I I'm 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 working with, with Spence. He's doing operations. He's setting it up, making sure everything is right. Uh Megadeth is on stage. Um I stand out in the crowd for some reason. Right, at, at a Megadeth <laughs> show. Megadeth I show. I don't know what <laughs> I go into the middle of a, of a mosh pit, try to try to either break it up or try to get some kind of a order. Because, you know, some of the young kids weren't in there. They weren't doing it. There, there, there is a method to the madness, right? You got to know how to throw the elbows. You got to yeah. know how to pick up your brother when he's down, that kind of thing. Next thing you know, uh, I get surrounded by a lot of uh, concert goers and fans. And as I come home that night, I've got big old boots. Foot footprints on the back of my shirt because I got uh, <laughs> bamboozled and hoodwinked. I got I got taken. <laughs> it was just not a good night. I would just say that. Um, yeah, I, I I got taken down at a mega. So you and and Tracy uh, were saying, don't worry about it. Just just let them happen. Just just it's a, it's Mosh Pit. They know what they're doing. They'll take care of themselves. Yeah. Don't go in there, James. But you know, I went in there anyway. So <laughs> don't, I, I, don't go I, into I the hole. Don't go in the hole. <laughs> I called some roamers for the next time. You know, next time we do a show, uh, Marilyn Manson. I didn't go into the hole. I called some other folks. Yeah, I didn't go in there. I got yeah, we've been on there. Fire. He tried to. He, I was in he front of stage. To. He was burning up the Bible, which I had problems with. And then he started throwing it on off the stage. And I almost caught some paper. I almost, almost burnt up out there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's
1: all right. That's all right. That's not. Nice. That's how we learn to grow. Yeah. That's how we learn to grow, man. And here yeah. we are, 55 years later, drinking whiskey.
0: You know, oh my god! And, and we we're both, had, you know, we 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 both lost a little bit on top there. You don't want to see mine. That's why I wear a hat all the time. You know, Patrick, you, you're the only one that still has any uh, any yeah. any foliage up top. I'm
2: I'm not I'm not winning much, but it's still there <laughs> technically.
0: <laughs> you winning, brother? You winning? It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Okay. Okay. Mm. So what? What do you like so far? That 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 Knob Creek was really nice. I mean, I I like that that hit that that it gave me, right? And and again, I tried to take a little squig of water to kind of mask before I went into this Peerless, but that Knob Creek is probably still number one. This Peerless is number two. Uh, not putting not not putting that High West down because that was nice as well. But uh, I really like the. Um, the comfort feeling, like, I think that I'm getting with this, right? I mean, this with this peerless, peerless rider we're drinking right now. That that's really nice. Like I said, I could probably do a double of this, be comfortable for for the evening, sitting back mm-hmm. with my wife. What we watching Yellowstone or something on TV? That's the show. Oh uh, yeah. Don't, I'm not gonna lie to that's you. That's the, the show. Uh, yeah, it's it's not show. about the park. It's not about Yellowstone uh-huh. National Park. It's one uh, of best. definitely <laughs> Kevin Costner's best show. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner is a bad man in that show. Patrick, you watching that?
2: Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Not, Dude, but yeah, I'll check
0: it out. What are you, what, what are you doing, man? What, you, you working or something? You know, you, got, you got know a little little
1: Patrick got a new baby. Patrick got a little, okay. got a little one. Okay. You
0: know,
1: okay. He's an adorable,
2: man. I love it. I work, I, love uh, it. I, I, I work a lot, and then plus that, but uh, i try No, to ex- catch no up.
0: excuse. No excuse, yeah. brother. No excuse. It's all about work life balance. My yeah, old employer taught, taught, taught me taught me that many many years ago. Work life balance, you got to have that. But uh, that's right. yeah, this is yeah, this is nice. Okay, but congratulations on the on the baby, though, man. That, that's oh, yeah. that's, the best gift. that's the best gift ever.
2: It's cool. I'm loving
0: it. Hmm. Mm. All
1: right, like you ready to take lot. the next step, there, James? To wow. The dessert. Why,
0: are you, why? are you rushing me? Why? I'm why, just why asking all questions. This?
1: I'm just a guy asking uh, questions.
0: I know I'm sweating into one hold on let me I might have to take myself <laughs> off camera right quick you know do, do some producing behind the scenes so uh folks so no, <laughs> hold on,
1: don't stand up and fall down <laughs> uh hold on yeah,
0: there you go mhm mhm yeah, pay no attention to the dead air folks you know you know it's I know we live, but uh th- this is where this is good t v right here this is where it's all about all right take take us home time. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this um yeah hold so on no we, is, said we, gonna, we said we were going to we said we were going to shoot for 20 30 minutes and uh look it's it's 45 minutes and and we and it's still going <laughs> we this is great this is greatness okay yeah uh
2: this is uh uh so this is corsair they're out of tennessee um okay, okay. this is a blend of five different uh malted barleys um what? brian's got the uh i think on the bottle it says there's, there's a number of different ones like. Uh, that's uh, dark yeah so Uh, this is uh, finished in uh, port barrels uh, and this is only 84 proof so not as heavy as a hitter Um, you're going to get that that malted barley component in it obviously versus some of the other pours we've had Um, so this might kind of pull you back a little bit more into that scotch wheelhouse that you like and um, definitely a rich kind of raisiny fruit from the port
1: it was aged almost two and a half years in a port barrel, so that's where that dark color is coming from. But you're going to get a lot more dried fruit out of it. You'll get a lot more uh, complexity overall. But this and a piece of chocolate cake, and you, you're done.
0: I'm not feeling that. this one. I'm not feeling yep. it, though, brother. I'm not feeling it. See, I'm not. A, I'm not a dessert. Dessert. Sure. I'm not a po- I'm not a port, Riesling. Uh, no, g- demeanor. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm I'm not. Drambuie is kind of the biggest thing that I would go to from a dessert, or you know, type type of a spirit. Hold on. That's hold fair up. enough. J-
2: James is is turns out he's a he's a big bourbon fan. Then.
0: Oh no, I am. You know, I am. You know, I, we- I am, you know so, yeah. This yeah this one. It, this one is okay. I I'd, I'd buy a round for everyone, but I'd drink one and then I I move over to the knob Subjectory Creek or two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't hate it, but you know it's it's of the four. It's my four. I'll, I'll just say yeah. That.
2: This one I think is probably one of the more out there barrels that we've done. This is definitely like very different from most of the stuff that we do. But yeah, um, yeah. We throw we throw <laughs> a curveball in there.
0: But just well, like relationships, a- right? I mean, you think about it. Just like relationships, there's somebody for everybody. Sure. <laughs> so someone, someone's gonna like it. I mean, this. Yeah. Okay. You, okay.
2: You, you, you gotta, you gotta drink a weird single malt to appreciate a bourbon, right?
1: Yeah. Well, we we've done a lot of weird stuff. I mean, and people have just clung to it, thought it was the best whiskey they ever had, and then other people are like, eh, it's okay. But yeah. like like Patrick was saying, we gotta throw a curveball out there every once in a while. If we were just gonna pick barrels of bourbons every day we'd be a barrel group a whiskey a barrel group and not a whiskey group so that, we like a lot of different of the, things
2: that's one of the cool things with like how many people are in the group is there's so many different flavor profiles so like we can go pick something weird like this there's people who are into it then we'll move to the next thing those same group of people might not be into the next barrel but we keep it moving and
0: keep it mixed up
1: this is we'll one of those though were... go ahead if you liked it you won't get it anymore It's it's gone it's when it's gone, it's gone. Even the distillery itself doesn't make this skew anymore. So it's really? one of those. Okay. Really kind of, yeah, like if it's one of those you want to save for a special occasion or something, you can. Uh, or if you really, really dug it and you liked it, it's recommended you get a couple bottles of it. Um, okay. But yeah, the the Hydra skew itself, Corsair actually dropped off their uh, distillery menu. So they don't make that brand or that style anymore. And when we tasted just, it, we tasted okay. it at cast drink. We all fell in love with it, cast drink, because it had that 130 okay. proof burn and um but it was a matter of that's part of our one of the decisions we make when we pick barrels too as well we pick a barrel of something that's going to give us 360 bottles of something how with a brand like corsair which if you're in in the know you know corsair makes good stuff but if they're not then you don't know nothing about corsair then we're trying to get rid of 360 bottles of whiskey is hard to do where you can go dilute it down and now we got 200 bottles of it and we split the barrel with someone else then it's it's a little different overall so
0: okay okay um patrick you you made a statement a minute ago about you got to taste a a weird bourbon to a, appreciate what were you saying say that again say that statement again
2: yeah you gotta you gotta taste the weird single malt to appreciate a bourbon
0: put that on a t-shirt brother <laughs> you, gotta, that, that, you, 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 you said you were you, yeah, you said you guys were doing merch. Put that put that on the t-shirt. Yeah. That's the for
2: back the, of my merch the... t-shirt. Yeah. I like it. Bumper stickers, everything.
0: No worries. No worries. I appreciate that. So look, ladies and gentlemen, um I want to be cognizant of everyone's time. I want to be uh, appreciative of the event that we had tonight and um the fact that we were able to go through four pretty nice Pretty nice elections from the uh, River City Whiskey Society is uh, a treat for me, uh, Pat Brian, Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the education. I'm, I'm still drinking. I'm still drinking the Corsair. I, I, I'm not going to give it too much of a hard time, but you know, not 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 too bad. Not too bad. But I'm i I'm a eventually go back and finish off that uh, <laughs> finish off that Knob Creek. Um, Good man. Good give man. us a. Uh, Yeah, give us a, so I already put up the Facebook page, I know the Instagram. Tell us what you got going in the very near future with the society so folks can know.
2: Yeah, I think um, I'll have to confirm the date. I believe the next tasting is September 15th. We're nailing down what we're going to pour on that, but uh, all that information will be on our Facebook page um and then the next barrel releases we're working on it's probably not going to be next month possibly the the month after um all that will be on the facebook page you have a link below there and um yeah if if there's anything you want to try or you're curious about just shoot a shoot a message over happy to help
1: yeah we're happy to give you on anything yeah
0: yeah, I'll be I'll be on my bike tomorrow, Pat, over to your house. So I'll be the guy knocking on your on your door about, you about noon, looking for looking for some whiskey at noon uh, on a Monday come, afternoon. Come through. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you guys Let's appreciate go. you. Thank you very much. Uh, you guys have a great evening. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you very much for the education. Uh, I will definitely see you guys soon and look forward to uh, catching up with you guys once all of the world Perfect. is uh, finally open back up again.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Stay this, safe. Man. Thanks. See you guys.
0: Bye. Bye.